When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. And he came on the show earlier and said, really, the only cards that matter that I send out are the ones that are handwritten. As a, like, Kind of like when you get a recruiting letter and it's just a form letter as opposed to a handwritten note from the coach, which once again proves he didn't give a damn about you. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You didn't get a handwritten note? That's exactly what it is. But just for the record, when I was being recruited out of high school, I'll take the standard letter that you send it to all the other recruits. I don't give a damn. If you're offering me a scholarship yeah. to go to college, yeah. sign me up for that any day. I got one recruiting letter for baseball from Ithaca College. What happened? I had no interest in getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning in the fall for fall ball. For for fall baseball? No Why chance. are you being so lazy? You had an opportunity. Have we met? What are we talking about? <laughs> Chris, I, I mean, the line from Animal House of fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life. <laughs> Worked out okay for four years. <laughs> I'll say that. In college. Yep. <laughs> One, I said this last week to somebody. One time I actually had a... <laughs> I actually had... A party in my room freshman year. Mm-hmm. It was a wine and cheese party. It was Mad Dog 2020 and Kraft American Singles. I respect it. <laughs> I respect everything about it. I respect everything about it. And you know what I respect? The fact that you probably had to get up the next day hungover. Oh, I not, respect Chris. It. Not the next day. The next three days. Oh, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> I'm not joking. It took two to three days Anytime to get over that. Anytime Morgan David is involved, oh, it's going to be a bad decision. I think the Kiwi Lime, Kiwi Lime put me out for good. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mad Dog is always a bad way to go. But it was, an, it was it's a good just, time. It was it's in, a good time, it was but an, it's a bad way to go. The most important factor was it was an inexpensive way to go yeah. at the time. Well, that's, that's the, I mean, that's the mantra that you have to live by oh, in college, absolutely. right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And I was picking up those Kraft American singles rappers all week long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, were presented by uh, Progressive Insurance. I got that... Uh, that idea, by the way, from my brother, who's a doctor now, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Canty, there is a lot in terms of speculation with Mike McCarthy and his future in Dallas should the Cowboys lose this game this week. In just five minutes, we're going to talk to Todd Archer, who covers the Cowboys for ESPN NFL Nation. Where should the Cowboys turn if they decide to make a change? I... I First of all, let's just settle on this. Cowboys lose this week. Mm. What is the percentage chance that Mike McCarthy's out? 100%. He's gone. I don't give a damn what Jerry Jones said yesterday. He's out of there. I put it at about 85. I'll give it, I'll leave a slight little window open for him to return. Uh, I mean, for, just because for, at times Jerry can be a little. For why, Carlin? And I know, well, I know I'm using Brogan. For why? For, for why is because Jerry likes to have his thumb on the coach. And that's an instance where he continues to have control over the situation. He, how many times did we have Jason Garrett fired with the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Plenty of times. Um, until he finally did it. So I'm at the point right now where if I'm Jerry Jones 
it's not just necessarily about firing Mike McCarthy. It's about who's going to replace him. Mm-hmm. And I know different people have thrown out a couple of different names. Dan Quinn, uh, who said it this today? It was, was it Damian Woody who yeah. said it earlier today that Dan Quinn should be the guy? I don't think it should be Dan Quinn. It's not Dan Quinn. They need to go and pay Sean Payton if that's what they're going to do. Because if Jerry really wants to win in the worst way, Chris, he needs to be okay with taking his hands off the situation. It can't be about winning his way. It has to just be about winning. Yeah, I don't know that Jerry's ever going to do that, Carlin. But here's what I will say. He ain't buying green bananas. He's 80 years old. He wants to win a championship now. Well, he needs to fire the GM in that case. Well, the GM is the owner. He ain't going nowhere. But they do have a good guy in in Will McClay that buys all of the groceries. He's the one that that leads all of the scouting. And the Cowboys have picked some really good players. Nobody saw Michael Parsons being what he is now. Nobody saw that in the first two years. They didn't. I mean, nobody saw Tony Pollard being able to develop into the lead back for the Dallas Cowboys now. But he is. I mean, CeeDee Lamb was a first-round pick, but people questioned whether or not the Cowboys should get rid of Amari Cooper and was CeeDee Lamb ready to make the jump to being number one. He's proven that. So Will McClay has done a great job of buying the groceries. Now you got to make sure you got the guy cooking the meal. And I'm not sold that it should be Mike McCarthy, especially if he loses this game. But, Carlin, even if he doesn't lose this game and he gets bounced in the divisional round, I still think there's the potential to upgrade because you have names like Sean Payton looming out there. Jim Harbaugh is now interested in the NFL for a second consecutive season. And I'm just going to go out and throw another name out here, not sure if he's interested in coaching again or not. Bruce Arians, who won a Super Bowl back in 2020. Again, another strong-minded head coach, knows how to win a championship, can get the team to the big game, took a lot of new ingredients in a, in a COVID season and had a chance to win a championship with Tom Brady, a quarterback that Bill Belichick thought was past it. All I'm simply saying is this. It's year three for Mike McCarthy. When is he going to get it done? When is he going to have a better opportunity, Carlin? Since 2015, there have been head coaches in every single Super Bowl that within their first three years have gotten to the big game. Mm -hmm. Gary Kubiak in 2015, Dan Quinn in 2016, 2017 it was Doug Peterson, 2018 it was Sean McVay, 2019 it was Kyle Shanahan, 2020 it was Bruce Arians, last year it was Zach Taylor. We're starting to see a trend. Coaches can get this thing done in short order if they have the requisite pieces in place from a talent standpoint. The Cowboys have had that for years. And Mike McCarthy hasn't been able to get it done. Matter of fact, I take that back. He got bounced in embarrassing fashion at home against the San Francisco 49ers last year in the wild card round. That just can't happen. Poor game management. Penalties were an issue. Self-inflicting wounds. This year, Dallas Cowboys, penalties are still an issue. They're bottom third in the league in penalty margin. Game management is still questionable. You can look back at the Green Bay Packers game and how they had the lead in that game going into the second half and squandered that away. Carlin, the turnovers from the quarterback, a lot of that's on Dak. Maybe some of that's on Mike McCarthy. Either you're coaching or you're letting it happen. All I'm simply saying is this. There are clear and obvious upgrades when it comes to coaching for the Dallas Cowboys and their options in 2023. And if Mike McCarthy falls short in his playoffs, if he doesn't have a deep playoff run, They need to be moving on. If Sean Payton has the choice between the Broncos, the Cowboys, and the Chargers, he's got to take the Chargers. 
Yeah, the Chargers would be the number one job. And he may not make as much money as he would with the other two, but Chris, that is a golden chance. If he truly wants to be in California and he has a guy like Justin Herbert as his quarterback, you have to believe that at some point he's going to win one. Oh, you have to believe yeah, that. No because there, there's one thing to remember about why Sean Payton didn't win more than one in New Orleans. It's because Drew Brees took every penny. Yes. Drew Brees never was scaling it back a little bit to try to help the team financially to go get other playmakers for him. Mm-hmm. Who were the big playmakers for Drew Brees over the last several years when they've been really good? Guys that were drafted. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara. Michael Mikey Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. All these guys, they were guys that were drafted. And earlier were, it was Marcus Colston. Exactly. Picks, exactly. Yeah. Drew Brees took every penny. I think that if you're Sean Payton now and you're going to go out there, yes, you got Justin Herbert who's going to get a ton, but you got an expanding salary cap. Mm-hmm. It's going to get a little bit easier. Boy, there's no doubt in my mind that I would absolutely take the Chargers job over the Cowboys, but not by much. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So, for more on the Cowboys, we welcome in Todd Archer, ESPN Cowboys reporter for NFL Nation. Todd, Chris Carlin, Chris Canty, let's get right into it. Do you believe Jerry Jones when he says that Mike McCarthy is not coaching for his job this weekend? Um, I, I... Mostly, but not completely. And I say that because he's also the guy that has told us before, just because I said it doesn't make it so. (laughs) So, you know, and you can read into the statement that at the back end of it, when he says, um, I have a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than just this one game, that he's already done as a share of evaluating on what he thinks Mike McCarthy is. So that – to me was more of like the quote vote of confidence at the end um, where if he just left it at, no, there's nothing he could do to lose his job. Then we wouldn't, you wouldn't have to interpret Jerry, which is often what we have to do. Todd, when I look at the NFC playoff field and the three teams that have a better record than the Dallas Cowboys coming into the postseason, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Minnesota Vikings, all with relatively unproven quantities at the quarterback position in the postseason. Just how much pressure does that put on Dak Prescott with the opportunity that's in front of the Dallas Cowboys this year in the tournament? Absolutely, Chris. And how much is Dak proven in the postseason here? I mean, he's he's won one playoff game. Uh, He's got three, I think, three touchdowns, three interceptions. So he has a lot to prove when it comes to postseason football. He's 29 years old. Roger Staubach was 29 when he won his first Super Bowl with the Cowboys, mostly because he had a five-year naval, naval commitment after the Cowboys drafted him. By the time Troy Aikman was 29, or when he was 29 years old, he won his third Super Bowl with, with the Cowboys in 1995. So it's time for Dak to do something. and he, Or he's facing the same story, same narrative, same whatever you want to call it, that Tony Romo felt mm-hmm. and, and, and had to live with throughout his career, that it's going to be, hey, it's a good statistical career. Hey, he's had some great moments. But ultimately, they didn't do what Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman did. It's probably not fair, but, Chris, you know more than anybody. That's how quarterbacks are judged here. You're judged yep. by those two guys. And if you don't reach the, the, that level, it's, then, he, then you're just not good enough. Again, not fair because 
Romo is a great quarterback. Danny White, three NFC title games in a row. Great quarterback. Don Meredith took his team to NFL championships. Great quarterback. But they're not on the same level of those two guys, and that's what you're always compared to when you play a position here. Todd Archer, he, of course, covers the Cowboys for ESPN NFL Nation, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Todd, where does Jack Prescott rank in concerns this week for the Cowboys against this Tampa Bay defense? It has to be pretty high just because he's coming in with a a pick in seven straight games. Um, Now, aside from the Washington game, he's been able to put those interceptions and mistakes off to the side and play some really good football. But possessions in the, in the playoffs are, are maximized. You have to maximize them. You can't give them away. Uh, and, and you can't give them away because you're playing better teams. Now, yes, Tampa's 8-9 and nine and you know, all that stuff. It's still Tom Brady on the other side. It's still a guy that the Cowboys have never beaten. So Dak can't give these guys free opportunities. And he, he has told us time and time again, this won't continue. Well, it better not continue starting now. He better do what, what Eli – sorry, Chris, I'm about to do this to you. <laughs> he better do what Eli did in the 2007 playoffs when he led the NFL in, in interceptions during the regular season but had just one during the Giants' run to the Super Bowl. That's what Dak Prescott's going to have to do for the Cowboys to end their Super Bowl drought. Todd, I need you to finish the sentence for me. The Dallas Cowboys will win the wild card game against the Tampa Bay Bucks if they do what? I just kind of said it, don't, don't turn the ball over. Um, but to get away from that, I will say, don't give up the big play. And it, it, this isn't the Bucks offense that you've seen throughout the years. They, they struggle with the big play. But I'll point out that the Cowboys have given up 15 pass plays of 20 yards or more in their last three regular season games to backup quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew, Joshua Dobbs, and Sam Howell. This is Tom Brady going with Mike Evans and, and Godwin. And, you know, guys that have made, made plays for him in key moments, in key games, and, and in playoff games. Uh, beyond they can't turn the ball over, they can't allow the big play to happen against them. And that's why that cornerback spot opposite Trayvon Diggs is such a worrisome spot for the Cowboys going into the playoffs. Todd, one of the things we've seen from this Cowboys team of recent is that they've been juggling the offensive line with the return of Tyron Smith. They've installed Jason Peters as their left tackle, keeping Tyler Smith next to Connor McGovern with the injury to Tyler Biotish. How has that group performed, and what are the expectations for them as they move into the postseason? Well, Biotis returned to practice today, and they expect him to be available Monday against the Bucks. so that puts everybody back in their spots. Tyler Smith goes back to left guard. Uh, Connor McGovern, I'm sorry, left tackle. Connor McGovern goes to, to left tackle. Uh, let me start this over again. Tyler <laughs> Smith goes to left tackle, and Connor McGovern goes to left guard. So that group, when they've played, has been okay. The running game down the stretch, though, has been abysmal. Uh, they, they, they've, whether it's Zeke running it, whether it's Tony Pollard running it, it, it doesn't matter. They've not been able to put it together they need to have one of their better games against a Tampa defense that allowed only three points to the Cowboys in week one of the Mm. regular season. So these guys, every year we say it about the Cowboys, their success is determined by their offensive line. I I think this is another, this game will be determined by how the Cowboys a protect Dak, but B make sure they get back to the formula that works so well with Pollard and Zeke, especially when Cooper Rush is the quarterback but even when Dak was a quarterback, you don't want Dak throwing it 40 times in this game. That's not a recipe for success. The recipe is, is to find those two running backs early and often and have success against Tampa's run defense. 
Todd, appreciate it. Thanks very much. You got it, guys. Thank you. Todd Archer, ESPN Cowboys reporter, joining us. I'm not – the one thing I do think we need to look at, though – is that Tampa is not a team that has taken it away a bunch of times this year. No, they They're haven't. lower third in the league, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to takeaways. Yeah, they don't take the ball away as much. And as quiet as it's kept, Carlin, the Cowboys only have one more giveaway than the Tampa Bay Bucks. So it's going to be interesting to see who can avoid the self-inflicting wounds and who can force those mistakes on the opponent. All right. Got a little breaking news. This from Adam Schefter on Twitter the Jets and offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur are parting ways. It's interesting. Earlier today, earlier today, there was a story out there that he had been fired. Mm-hmm. Then there were several reporters who were refuting that story. Clearly, the team had reached out and said, no, he hasn't been fired. And now Adam Schefter is saying that they are parting ways, uh, according to a source. Not that surprising, but if you are making this move, with the hope that another offensive coordinator is going to come in and save Zach Wilson, well, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, congratulations. You praised yourself. Shout out to Ebro at Hot 97. Like It's just one of those situations, Carlin, where I don't know that there's any saving with Zach Wilson. And some of the sound that we're hearing from Zach uh, in his exit interviews and, and meeting with reporters is not what you would expect from a quarterback that should be having a nice slice of humble pie. Keep in mind, They benched this dude in week 18 with the team seemingly having nothing to play for other than pride and started Joe Flacco, a guy that doesn't want to play football, a guy that's already one foot out of the door with retirement. They had to play him because they were concerned about where Zach Wilson was mentally. They were concerned about the maturity. They were concerned about his sports character. Carlin, this is a guy that needs to play football in order to get better. Novel concept. In order to improve in the NFL, you got to play in meaningful games. It was an opportunity for him to play in a regular season game, and they didn't give it to him because they didn't want to shake the kid's confidence. If you're making decisions around whether or not this can shake the kid's confidence, then the kid ain't a true franchise quarterback. Nope. 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 Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Up next, Dana White faced reporters for the first time since the incident with his wife on New Year's Eve. You're going to hear what he had to say next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? 
It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Canty and Carlin. Chris and I have been consistent over the last week in talking about Dana White on a couple of occasions. And so today, he met the media for the first time since the incident with his wife. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the incident with his wife, uh, he and his wife got into a little altercation on New Year's Eve down in Mexico that was filmed and and given to TMZ, and they put it out there. And basically, uh, it's his wife slapping him and him turning back and slapping his wife. And then people got in between them. This was out at a club. So with that in mind, here is Dana, who has not, uh, while he has owned up in what he says uh, to the situation and saying that he was dead wrong and there's no excuse for any of it, has chosen not to do anything in terms of any kind of punishment. Endeavor has not punished him either, uh, who is the parent company and owns the, the UFC. So here is White just a little while ago talking to the media about the repercussions of this incident. What should the repercussions be? You tell me. I take 30 days off. How, how does that hurt me? I mean, I told you guys when we were going through COVID, COVID could last 10 years. I could set it out and, you know what I mean? What, what, what would be the problem? The only, it's, it's much like COVID actually, you know, me leaving hurts the company, hurts my employees, hurts the fighters. It doesn't hurt me. I could have left in 2016. You know what I mean? I don't know. What's the, do, do I need to reflect no, I don't need to reflect. The next morning when I woke up, you know what I mean? I, I, I've been against this. I've owned this. I, I'm telling you that I'm wrong. And um, But listen, I mean, I've had, we've had plenty of discussions internally with Ari, ESPN. Every, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy about this, you know. Neither am I. Um, but it happened. And, and, and I have to deal with it. And, and what is my punishment? Here's my punishment. I got to walk around for however long I live. Is it 10.4 years or is it another 25 years? And I got to, and I, and I got to, this is, this is how I'm labeled now. My other punishment is that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people, whether it be media, 
fighters, friends, acquaintances who had respect for me might not have respect for me now. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life that are way more of a punishment than what? I take a 30-day, 60-day absence? That does, that's not a punishment to me. Well, there's a few things here. Um, more than a few. Incredibly tone deaf. Incredibly tone deaf. Number one, this is not a vacation. To, being away for 30 or 60 days, nobody put a number on it. But stepping away from the company when you have spoken out about domestic violence on many occasions, including in 2014 with the Ray Rice situation, you have released and uh, moved on from fighters for similar type of offenses involving domestic violence. But we're going to sit here and we're going to compare this to COVID? This This is not COVID. The tone of that shows the arrogance in the attitude of what's going on. Everyone else is hurt if I'm not here. I'm not hurt. Everybody else is. Now, look, I don't know that the entire UFC business goes under if Dana White actually takes punishment. Uh, That's number one. But you can't sit there and say, I own it when you are not willing to take any consequences for your actions or you don't believe that any consequences for your actions are appropriate. He doesn't get it. Do you not understand that people actually get arrested for this very thing that happened? People get arrested for it. It's against the law. It's domestic violence. There's a major, major theme in this country right now uh, of really working toward improving a problem that has been an issue since the dawn of time. And when you talk about your punishment is that people that respected you before maybe won't respect you now, I'll tell you what they would respect if you were willing to take some actual action toward yourself or somebody else was with whether it's, uh, you know, the parent company or whomever mm-hmm. – that you're willing to do something to show actual contrition as opposed to just saying it. Because ultimately, Chris, words and apologies are fine. It's all about your actions. Yeah, they ring hollow when you hear his tone. There's no contrition in his statement. And, Carlin, this guy is some kind of narcissist. I didn't think that it would be possible for me to lose any more respect for Dana White than I had already lost once this video had surfaced. Because let's be clear about something. His wife slapped him. He assaulted her because it wasn't just one slap. He attacked her after that. There is no room in our society for that behavior, and there's no room for that in the MMA and professional sports as a whole, Carlin. It's a privilege, not a right to be a part of professional sports. And it feels like Dana White has lost sight of that with his commentary now. To the point he made about stepping away and how it affects so many other people adversely, Carlin, that's a part of the problem with your behavior. Because you are the face of the sport, you shouldn't be allowed to behave in that way because it is detrimental to so many other people. We talk about how this specific sport is trying to grow and how they're trying to capture the fringe sports fan and bring them in because of the narrative or because of some of the imaging, the optics, and how brutal MMA is. And the fact that you are tone deaf when it comes to that stuff 
is inexcusable. It's egregious, Carl. And furthermore, how about taking some accountability as the leader of a company? You're the leader. How about saying, you know what, I'm going to accept whatever discipline that endeavor imposes, or I'll even impose the discipline, I'll go away for six months, I'll go away for a year, and yeah, it might adversely affect my business, but that's what happens when you make these types of mistakes. This is what fighters and employees of the UFC can expect moving forward. Don't be a hypocrite. Set the tone, set the standard. That's what good leadership is, especially when you make mistakes. And for Dana White to sit up here and say, well, what does it do? Going away for 30 days and 60 days, it doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, it does, because you said it yourself. You had the opportunity to walk away, and you didn't. You know what that tells me, Carlin? The UFC means something to you. And taking that away from you is the kind of punishment you deserve under these circumstances. This is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how Endeavor Sports moves forward with the UFC and this business partnership. I don't know how sponsors, how media companies that have relationships with the UFC move forward if he remains in leadership with that type of attitude because that's completely unacceptable. There's one last thing about this, too. Uh, When he first talked about this last week, what did he say his first concern was? His children. Yeah. What message are you sending to your kids right now? That, that if no... you're at a certain station in life, you can do whatever the hell you want. And that's if, what he's saying, and if, including if, violence toward women. And if you just say, I'm sorry, and it's over with, then that's it. It's, saying it's, I'm sorry does not absolve you from the consequences of, of your actions. Of course it not. It doesn't. No, not in any way. And that's, that's completely unacceptable what Dana White did. But it's even, Carlin, I don't want to say more egregious, but it's just as egregious what he said to the media in response to the question of whether or not he should be punished. It's absolutely ridiculous. This whole thing doesn't revolve around you. It's a sport built on fighters, and you've done a great job promoting it and organizing it. But guess what? It's time for you to go away for a while because it's clear that you don't get it. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It's it's awfully tough to take. Carlin, let me it's say awfully I'm a, tough to Carlin, take. I'm gonna say one more thing. When it comes to Endeavor Sports, when it comes to sponsors, when it comes to this company and our relationship with UFC, some things are bigger than money. Some things are bigger than money. This is bigger than money. It has to be. Somebody has to take a stand against domestic violence. Somebody has to prioritize humanizing people over the bottom line. This is an opportunity to show what you're about as a business, as sponsors, as media companies, Endeavor Sports, as a company. This is the opportunity. Because it's clear, Dana White don't get it. And he ain't going to do it himself. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Canty and Carlin. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, 
And on the ESPN app, it's about that time. We haven't even talked about this yet. But you know what we'd like to do right around now? We like to make people money. So let's get to it. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. So we got hosed last night on the under in the... Uh, I don't even understand how, though. I don't know. How do you let the Phoenix Suns drop 125 points with no Chris Paul, no DeAndre Ayton, and no Devin Booker? How, Carlin? I don't know. How does that happen? I do not know. Raymond Green over seven and a half boards. Klay Thompson over 21 points. Y'all can't hold him to like a buck 15? So here's my. Come on, man. Here is my suggestion back to back nights for the Phoenix Suns. Okay, last night they they hosed us on the over. They won the game, Chris. They're going to Denver tonight. Oh, I'm fading, fading. Fourteen points is the spread, mm-hmm. but I still feel okay about it. Yeah. So we got Denver minus fourteen. Uh, what about Jokic? What do you want me to look at with him? Because we got to look at some big numbers for Jokic. Jokic is a rebounding monster. He is. Yeah. You want to put? How about this? Jokic triple double. Only at plus one fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, that's that just shows you the level that he's playing at. What's Jokic's rebounds? Uh, ten and a half. Oh, over. Over on yeah, that. Over. Yeah. And then what else you want to look at here? Uh, points in the game. Uh, let's see. For the Nuggets, Michael Porter fourteen and a half. Uh, Jokic twenty four and a half. Give me the assist numbers. The ass- Jokic twenty four and a half, Chris. Assist numbers. Yeah, give me the assist numbers. For Denver? Yeah. Michael Porter, one and a half. KCP, two and a half. Jokic, nine and a half. Jamal Murray, five and a half. Ooh. Murray? I like Jamal Murray over five and a half assists. Do you, do you, do you have like any it. reservations about that? I don't. I don't. <laughs> he said, I don't. I don't. Just flat out, you don't have any reservations None. about it. <laughs> None whatsoever. Uh, tonight is a vengeance game. Screw the Phoenix Suns, yeah. based on what they did to us last night. Yeah. So, Chris, our three-leg same-game parlay of Nuggets minus 14. Game is in Denver, by the way. Yeah. Nuggets minus 14. Jokic over 10.5 rebounds. Jamal Murray over 5.5 assists, plus 530. So, the second leg of a back-to-back at altitude? Yeah. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would dare to use the L word on that one. Yep. We haven't won in a while, so I want to stay away from it, but it feels like the L word. Many have said that the Denver altitude is just an unfair advantage in every way. (laughs) Mile high. You going to use it? No, I'm going to stay away from that. You're not going to use the word Lacadini? I'm not going to use it. Okay. I'm not going to use it. All right. Fire. Fair enough. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Mad Dog, you know, so in case you didn't know, I produced Mike and the Mad Dog in New York for seven and a half years. So I've known Dog for 25 years, roughly. Dog is a good dude. He is as good as it gets. Good dude. As good as it gets. But he went off on his radio show on Sirius XM on Mad Dog Unleashed about how he cannot stand the fact that Stetson Bennett is 25 years old (laughs) and leading Georgia. (laughs) 
to wow. go win a championship. Wow. Now, Chris, it's funny. He's been on this kind of thing before because he was all over Chris Winkie at Florida State. Remember him? when He was, he he was, was like 26, 27, right? He was 28 right? when he won the Heisman. Yeah. He, he was, was 28 years old when he won the Heisman. But... <laughs> I love Dog getting on Stetson Bennett about this. By the way, Stetson Bennett likely to, to never play another down of football in his life. Can we yeah. agree on that? Yeah. So maybe the fact that he's 25 is not going to make that big of a difference yeah. here. Stetson, Stetson Bennett, by the way, is going to be a, a, a senator for the state of Georgia. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's gonna be, he can do whatever he's he wants. He's like, not hey. going to pay for another meal in his life. Ever. 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 Dude, Ever. if you weren't going to move to Athens, move there now. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know about dogs' take though, man. Criticizing these kids for being latecomers to college football, I don't know. Something about it feels off, man. All There's it, always extenuating circumstances, right? Yeah, uh, sure, absolutely. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Or, They're called some, doctors. or some people just go to college late, though, right? Yes, yes, I they mean, do. Sometimes that happens. Like Stetson Ben is a walk-on. I think he had to go to a JUCO. Like that, things happen where you mm-hmm. get de- derailed, you're not necessarily on a traditional track. That Listen, happens. All I know is at 25, I was still an idiot. So, God well, you bless know, Here's the other thing. There was the, the player, Damian Jackson from Nebraska, who was a Navy SEAL and lived his dream as a walk-on mm-hmm. at the University of Nebraska. He was 29 years old. You're going to criticize him for doing that? You got two other things real quick. Dwayne Devin from the Heat last night ejected for throwing a massage gun on the court. (laughs) What? A massage gun? Why? Apparently he was very upset with a call. So you're going to throw the massage gun. Something that you're probably going to need on the court. Exactly. And then lastly, um, Carlos Correa has passed his physical. Yes, we can. Yes. Get your 200 million, Carlos Correa, because the Mets didn't want to give it to you. Wow. Did the Mets regret that deal? Will they regret no. that deal? No. Okay. No. The Giants might. The Mets won't. Okay. The Giants needed somebody this offseason in the worst way with a huge bat. and They swung and missed on Aaron Judge. That was the one they wanted. You can say, though, if you truly go and look at Carlos Correa's career, maybe it wasn't the worst thing in the world that this fell apart. Maybe. He's a very, very good player. Very good player. Not a great player. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen and watch on the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.